This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It wouldn't be no Nicki Minaj, right. Cardi B, mm-hmm. you know, because they made sexuality cool. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you think about Queen Latifah and MC Light, they weren't talking about sexual, like, um, lyrics. You know what I mean? They were just talking about, like, you know, self-pride. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. What you call an itch. Yeah, Light yeah. as a rock. Like, this was like sex appeal. I can be sexy and still be able to go bar for bar. Jay, she didn't want to put Jay-Z on. Well, you know Fo- I mean? yeah, Fo- Foxy's the one that kind of, like, took it there yeah. where it became like, I know I'm fine. Like, yeah. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. And instead of trying to pretend like we're yeah, not going to go there, yeah. no, I'm going to go right there. Yeah. Like, I'm going to let you know. And, yeah. and that's, you know, I mean, I don't know if I would put Michelle A in that conversation, but. We got breaking news. We do. Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. We, we don't have, we got a breaker? I don't know. if they, Is that? They, is that they, they are, remember, we're in New York now. But this is perfect for us. Can't wait. Listen, we were talking about, oh, man, we hope Wink. We love Wink, but we don't want them to get the, the coach because they build something, something good around here. Okay. So how do you break a young dynasty apart? You take away their teachers. Key pieces. Right. So you, we already saw you know the offensive coordinator go to the coach. Right. Now you see the defensive coordinator have to deal with Kyler Murray, the job that nobody wanted. And now Jonathan Gannon is the new head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. That means the Eagles are going to have somebody else teaching them defense that may not know how to call in a timely calls to have that defense, so they're weakened today. The Philadelphia Eagles are a, le- are a worse team than they were a couple of days ago because they lost two of their key pieces from a call standpoint. Mm-hmm. So the Giants kept Wink Martindale. They don't have to replace Wink Martindale, so they can continue to grow those packages and use the Da Vinci Code. We just got better today, New York. How did the Bills do without Brian Dayball when they lost him? Bruh. Right? Yep. Bruh. So, okay. All right, I see I, you're making that connection then. Uh-huh. I see. You, okay. told, you taught me. You said so always the Eagles, bring it back. Yeah. So the Eagles have lost now both the OC and their defensive coordinator as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nick Sirianni, tears <laughs> oh, streaming down oh, his eyes. bars. Ray just hit me with bars, man. Ray Listen, did? He got a lot of petty in him. You know what I'm saying? I like oh, that. Yeah. yeah it's, like, yes. it's a lot of, like, he's he's an agile, he's a fire star, a little gas ladder. He ain't going to push you off, but he can tell you, man, I would jump if I was you, man. She don't want you no more. What else you got to live for? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't telling you to jump, but, but did I, he, did I ain't he, telling you to jump, but I understand. Did he give you something useful? Well, he said he said it's great that you know they got Gannon and and you know the Cardinals because the Cardinals are known for falling apart in the second half, just mm. like the Philadelphia Eagles defense. In, in, in so the they Super right, they right on brand, right? You know what I'm saying? We get inspiration for everybody around here. Ray Dean had go ahead hitting us with the hot bars. He did. We could. He can now join. Listen, he fits right in because they call me Buck Nasty the hater. Right? I'm a natural born hater. You know what I'm saying? Buck nasty. I hate my gums because they black. Diabolical I, I t- hater. Tell you all the time. Hate my gums because they black. <laughs> Let's go to the calls. I think people want to. Well, we got talk. lots of calls to get to. 800-919-3776. Lots of news to get to. Not getting that from no other show around here. You ain't getting Buck nasty. There's a lot we're not getting from any other show here. You ain't getting, you ain't getting, but you know, know we, I need three women. But you, well, that song. But you Don't, know what we are getting right now? It's our number three. Oh. Yeah. And when it's hour number three, it's Valentine's Ooh. Day. I need y'all to hit me with the what again. Okay. Go in there. 
Get your vitamin C. What? what? Vitamin D. What? Vitamin K. What? Zinc. What? CMOS. What? what? Insulin. What? Diabetes. What? Robitussin. What? Riboflavin. What? And tell her ass, scream all you want, baby. It's Valentine's Day. And it's the power. Awa. 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 It's going to be a death today. But ain't gonna be no person. I'm killing it. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I you, can't say it. Oh, yeah, you, almost, that's that's too oh, far. Oh my bad. That's too far. You know, sometimes I go full tropic thunder. No, baby. you do. I go, I go simple jack. So I was this about is, to go this there. is when you're in the Woo! James Brown moment. I have to come with the cape. I'll, I gotta put it over you, Mr. Bird. Mr. Bird. I, I almost went simple jack on us. <laughs> Slow, maybe. What man? <laughs> what, what slopers? You know, win a ping pong championship. <laughs> what are you doing? You went full. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Shout out to my peeps in uh, in the barbershop too, Mo, you know Motown barbershop. Yeah, I know they listen. Those are my peoples too. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, I just Who's got, next? I just got I just got to let you know Tyrone, man, he took my hairline back a little bit, man. I I don't know, dog. We gonna he, have he, to have a conversation. Listen, he bald head, so I, he, he don't know how to. You never trust a bald barber. Yeah, yeah, he don't know. Yeah, but he the owner. He my guy. I was running late. You know what I'm saying? Flo wasn't there. Sleazy E had mm-hmm. like 25 people in line, and but he do this thing. You notice, right? You've mm-hmm. been around me for a long time. Yep. Look at my goatee. It's usually thick up here. I try and make sure it's a box. See, I thought he gave me a baby prince. He, 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 he gave he me a gave baby pencil. Prince. Yeah, he little, went here. Pencil like, line. yo, I said, keep it wide. I thought you were going to barge on me. No, for a I minute. said, keep it wide. And he went down and took me down around my lip. It yeah. looked like Swagoo's mustache. Yeah, Swagoo you know does it too. Yeah, he do the little pencil thing. I don't do yeah. that, man. I keep mine thick and square. The pencil thing is kind of strange because yeah, it's like it That's almost not me. like it looks like a little hook. Yeah, it's like Tyrone got me around here looking holding the beard up with like this little like hanger. Got me around here looking like Prince, man. I got to wait a little five, four days. I thought this was. I thought you were going to bars for like a minute, like maybe just because this time of year. Nah, man, I don't go like, big, 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 sexy for I, us. I don't go light bread. No. I keep it real with all my traditional mocha brothers. You know what I'm saying? I keep mine's Blair Underwood. But you go Denzel. to the same. That's my inspiration. You go to the same one though, right? Yeah, but see, but I couldn't go to my barber, but so because he wasn't in yet, and I had to get up out of there. You so don't I went to Rome. Rome usually no. don't do. He do the fade, right? Can't do it. But he, he he always give me these little micro mini pimps. He get see because see you know what? What? He's light bread. He's like he's like lighter than Barack Obama. He's like Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? That's like medium grade. That's like wheat toast, right? Like you talk about Mahomes, he light bread. Like Tyrone, Barack Obama, like Will Smith. That's like that's like wheat toast, honey wheat. You know what I'm saying? I'm multigrain. You know what I'm saying? So my inspirations are like Bill Bellamy. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like uh, Denzel, mm-hmm. Blair Underwood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. Chocomoca Brothers, Big Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's my family. That's who I link up with. I get you know the what I'm job saying? Done. Yeah, I work. Mm-hmm. I'm chocolate mocha. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then he hit me with the Elder Barge. It don't work. You can't put an Elder Barge cut on a mocha brother. No. It don't fit. It's just, it's different. I wasn't going to say anything. I thought yeah. this was just you just trying to it's be like, listen, different. When you, talk about, when you talk about the Elder Barge lineup, that goes with like, um, that goes with skinny jeans. Yeah. You don't see dark brothers with skinny jeans on. You know what I'm saying? We don't do that. That don't go with our skin complexion. Unless you're Keyshawn and you walk around with Moose Knuckle. Next course. This goes some calls. Did you, did you see Keyshawn swing a golf club? Did you see that? They they did a Top Golf uh, commercial. Oh, no. Nah. Nah, yeah. No, no Bringle? Yeah, no Keyshawn Key probably never swing a golf club, ever. Well, it's hard, man. He, he probably used to be able to swing one, but now his belly in the way. He can't get. He can't rotate through. I, you know, no comment. I mean, come Just on. Just saying. Man. 
You know my dog look like Sean Kemp for the Cavaliers right now. You know, I ain't body shaming, but you know what I'm saying? You are. You're not, but you are. I'm keeping the real goes wrong. Listen, you talked about your barber. My barber's a Russian barber. Oh, man. Empire out in Long Island, right? And You'll come up missing if, one, you, if you go to another, dude, you know another barber. Y'all in the race for life. It's, you can't, I never you, realized. You can't quit them. So one time I had to get a cut. I was in the city. Just got it because it just I was a me- I hadn't had time to get home. Mm-hmm. Just had to get a clean up. Got to clean up. The next time I walk in, he just takes one look at me. He goes, he, he knew. Who cuts your hair? He knew. Damn. Yeah, we knew right away. There. We've all been there. No, why don't you go to that barber now? He cuts your hair. You yeah. like that better, don't you? And then and then yeah. And, and, and then he, he pulls the shears out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But no, no, yeah. It's always been you. Yeah, and if it's you, always yeah. been you. And if you would have went back to that barber, it was just one time. If you'd have went back, if you'd have went back to that barber, that barber would have came up missing. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, anybody seen Pedro? Right. Once he found out who it was, yeah, go that, on. That's, that's why he's saying go back. He's gonna follow. All of a sudden, you, you see on on the, the sign, missing post, right? Yep. Open chair, mm-hmm. right? Barber wanted. <laughs> like, yeah, I, right. But yeah. that's what he did. He gave me that look. Hey, man, bar- he goes, somebody cut your hair. I was outside- like, no, what do you mean? No, nobody I- come here. Yes, yeah. somebody cut your hair. Outside your girlfriend, your barber is like your second or your second or third <clears throat> best, most intimate relationship. Oh yeah, he said it all like he said it all like sinister too. Oh yeah, like no, you go back to that guy. Let yeah. him cut your hair. And if you'd have said okay, he would have wait. Where are you going? <laughs> After all we've been through. Yeah, so I I won't do it. Yeah, he'll dexter nope. your ass. Dexter your ass. Yeah, no doubt. Have a new co- have a new host with me, new new co-host. I ain't trying to listen, man. You better keep going to your same dude. Are you excited about the baseball season coming up? I am. Listen, because listen, because the Mets are are expected big big things. I mean, you talk about that pitching, that starting pitching rotation. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. You know, third, you gonna ba- keep third start- base is like is like for the Yankees, like shortstop. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Other than that, you're pretty excited, right? Yeah. And both, if I both have squads. to. Right, both teams have like that one area where you just say like Listen, Aaron Hicks. Like if need, I got to hear about Aaron back. Hicks, oh man, you, you know, poise for a breakout season. Like I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you don't want. You can't use Hicks and pull and break in anything because he might just <laughs> he might break something. <laughs> right, but I'm also looking forward to the the rules changes. Huh? Like this is like sorry, I don't we, know the rules change. What's the rule change? You want me to give you something? Yeah, you yeah. tell me if you like any of these. Mm-hmm. So the defense, like the, you don't remember how the the shift. Was yeah, something yeah. that became like a curse word yeah. in the sport because they you had like yeah. the third baseman suddenly is over between yeah. he's out in like shallow right Using field, the left field, quick geek squad out and left out field. When you hit the ball. What's he doing over here? Yep. And like they would move people around, and it just got ridiculous. Yeah. The whole the whole left side of the it infield, took the away. wide open, but yeah. nobody can hit it there. Right. So now they took that out. That's gone. So mm. so they have this thing called lateral positioning, which is basically that you have two infielders must be positioned on each side of second base when the pitch is released. Gotcha. So you got to be a pulse shift. All four infielders have to have both feet within the infield when the pitcher is is on the pitching rubber. Mm. Okay. You can't switch sides either. So you can't take your third baseman and have him play in between first and second. You can't have your first baseman move up. You can't do any of that anymore either. All right? Now, you can still, you know, have, like, take an outfielder, bring him in shallow. Like, they don't Mm -hmm. mess with you too much on that. But you can't have that four so outfielders. Post, so you can't do shift. that anymore. So post shift. Yeah. So so now. But people, wouldn't that be interesting if you had like in motion? Yeah, people going to still Pitch thrown, you got to sprint over here. Yeah, and then it goes the other way where you just be awesome. No, but that'd be great. 
You got to run. I just want well, action. I don't care if the shortstop well, runs in between yeah. first and second. You want to close up that gap? Fine. Well, that's what's going to happen. do it when the pitch is thrown. Now I got action. Yeah. I got something to look yeah. at. That's what's going to happen because I believe people, people believe in analytics so much. Like, hey, we're going to post shift after the pitch is released. I want to, and then you know what they're going to get? They're going to have that, did he leave too early before the ball was actually out of the hand of the pitcher? Oh, man. Then we're going to have those crazy reviews. But he, and people are going to be like, no, it was out. It was in. It was out. It was in. And we have reviews. That's all we need. But here's the reason why they're doing it. When you say, oh, it's it's is it overkill and all that stuff, rule changes? No. So they have all these stats. So mm-hmm. StatCast came up with the numbers. Mm-hmm. So percentage of, of – of t- like the, t- the teams that have used the shift, right? 34% now you are at in uh, pitch attempts. Damn, I, I believe Roger that's Stonebeck what it is. still alive? What? Where, where are you going? Never mind. Are you I'm watching sorry. TV while we're doing a radio show? I, ain't th- I know he was still alive. Roger Stonebeck's still alive? What, he's like 102? No, he's not 102. He's older, he older than Joe Namath, ain't he? No. Man, get the hell out of here. Joe Namath was before him. Hell no. Roger Starbeck. Joe Namath won a hell. Super Bowl in 1968. Yes, Roger Starback must have been in year ten when he threw, when he won that game. <laughs> Man, Roger Starback. All right, never mind. You at all interested in this or not? I am. I love. This. I was just trying. I to love explain these baseball rules. I remember where we were at though. So that good. we basically have gone by the by the, again by the shift being used fourteen percent in twenty sixteen compared to thirty four percent last year. So you understand that this has become a thing now, yeah. way too much, and it's hurting the game. Okay, fine. But the more important part of it was the uh, it's called bat bip. Bat-bip. Uh, yeah, bat-bip. Yeah, it's an, an analytic. Yeah. Okay. Very fancy. It's just batting average on balls in play. Gotcha. Right? Okay. So that has also plummeted, and they also believe it's because. But the point is is that when the ball's in play, how many times is it actually going to be a hit or something right. productive, and that has gone down because of the shift. So because of that, they also want to you know make sure that we just have basic standard positions and we play the game like it originally was intended to be played instead of let's just move all these people to one side of the field and give you the whole left side because we know you ain't going to hit it there. Mm-hmm. right? So that has changed. So that's been a, been a major uh, change. And I think the, the shift will be interesting, but this is the fun one, the pitch clock. It's I coming it. this yes. year. Yes, I love. Oh, this year they now they uh, tested it out right in the. Um, oh yeah, and it's it reduced the game. Games were about two and a half hours, in the minors. Wow. So they're expecting it oh. to to really have an impact on length of a game, which is always important. That's why people hate baseball because they they, they just want to so play. They want to play in their life. Like I, yo, what like NASCAR, soccer, all mm-hmm. got a clock. Let's just do squirrel real quick. Squirrel. Roger oh. Starbuck is eighty one. He's not a hundred and what'd you say? Hundred and ten. Damn, he looked older than Jerry Jones. Uh, Joe Namath is seventy nine, so Damn. he is actually older than Joe. I did. I th- I thought Namath was a little older, but Joe looks so good for his age. Yeah, that's what I'm Doesn't saying. He? That's what Ryder Starback, not so much. He rich as hell though. Why would you, <laughs> man? Yo, <laughs> okay. Because I'm looking at this TV and I can't. I can't. You are watching. For, this is the worst thing that can see in our other studio. We didn't have any TVs going. <laughs> Now we got four, Yo. and you are like a little kid just <laughs> reacting to everything you see on the screen. You <laughs> just right stop at like, damn. <laughs> they were like knocking on doors for people for uh, the Hall of Fame. Like, damn. <laughs> He's still alive. Oh Lord. <clears throat> Anyways, Jeez, he looked like John Candy in uh the 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 uh which one the Judge movie, Dan Aykroyd, all around the world with Demi Moore, mm-hmm. and when they were stuck on the thing. Mm-hmm. Damn, you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking What's about. What's the name of the movie, my peoples? Man, Google Roger Starbuck. I didn't know he was still alive, bro. <laughs> okay. 
So the pitch timer is going to be 30 seconds between batters, and between pitches it's 15 seconds when the bases are empty. When there's a runner on base, you get 20 seconds because I guess they're allowing for a time to throw to the first. But what I love is that you only get two throws to keep a runner on. When you throw a third time, yeah. if you didn't get him out, he gets the next base. Yeah, so we're not doing that game yeah. anymore, having, having a catch with make the first him, baseman make, because make you're not ready up. to throw a pitch. Yeah, I love that. But I'm wondering if crowd. I brought this up before. I really want to know, will crowds, because you want to rattle a pitcher. Let's say yeah. he's like he's in one. Like he's just, you know, he, you can Runner tell. on second base, he's nervous. And he's nervous. He's in the guard And right the there. clock, let's say, it's like, you know, the, the so the bases, the run on base, 20-second uh, timer. We got to about 10, right? Like Giannis. If the crowd, right, if the crowd just starts, but they you count the coming. wrong number yeah. down. And now Three, it makes them look at the two. clock. Like, what? what? No, nah, no, nah, they have to put Freak the, them out. They have to put the clock right behind. Oh, no, it'll be umpire. an eye view. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. It'll make him, instead of looking at the catcher, it'll just make him glance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah mess yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Mess up, mess right, up his right, feet. Like, it, it, mess up, it mess up his feet, so now he, his plant foot is bad. He falls. There's like, like ah, seven I still left, yeah. and you're going like four, three. Oh, hold on. Wait, what? Oh, damn! <laughs> Somebody still base. Somebody and still. if he doesn't get the pitch off in time, it's it's a ball. That's what I'm saying. Somebody still right. So oh, like, so they say, say doing so that. Good. He looked, and somebody still because he like wait. The right good. crowds, the right stadiums will find a way to use this as an advantage. Ah. But don't you think putting a timer on the sport? Yes. Just adds an element of not just anticipation, but of like intensity. You, because I, you know that there's a limit. Yeah. It's no longer just sit back and wait till someone. Like, how many times did Victor Car- Martinez and, have to scratch himself yeah. and fix his gloves? And, and, God, and, get it. and just, cardio. Just get in the box. And cardio, too. So I think I think they also should do that. Are they doing that right? You can't fix your gloves and step out the box. Oh no, the the, the batter your, once you in the there, batter keep your has ass in to there. be engaged in the in the batter's box, look ready for the pitch. I think is eight seconds to yes. go. I hate man fixing fix one glove and then fix the other one. Oh, hey, bro, you didn't even swing. Yeah, it'll drive you crazy. It was a, but you didn't even swing. Nothing. I, that, but that I got to reset everything. Yes. So that that's something also to watch is like what what players are going to be most affected by it. And we'll see who took the, you know, what pitchers take forever. I think Loisic is one guy that Remember, takes a long time for Sonny, the Yankees. One is Sonny Gray that took forever mm, when he was with the Yankees. I don't know. I, somebody I tr- that was traditionally. I like, tried not to like watch ridiculous. him much. Now the one thing that everybody's making fun of right now are the bases because they have also the bigger bases supposed to protect the players yeah, you so you don't have step on the edge and roll an ankle or ACL overextend. Well, you just don't I want the contact. Also, I think it should be flat. So the bases are eighteen inches square. You know what else is that size? Pizza box. <laughs> wow. New York pizza. <laughs> like Little Caesars. There's like looking at these bases now and they're going like this looks it literally looks like a pizza yo, box is on the field. <laughs> so 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 a dude going to steal base, but he can go wide because it's so it's so so damn big oh, now yeah. that he can run off the track a well, little bit and still touch it. It actually is technically closer now. It's not ninety yeah. feet technically anymore. Because there's a bigger it's base. 88 feet. Whatever it is. I don't know if it's 88 feet. But, you know, the point is that it's slightly closer, which they think will also uh, lead to more stolen bases. That's fun. I like that. 
So there's some cool things. So which one did you like the most? The cl- I think the clock I like to me the clock, is the, I'm I'm fired I, up for that. Because I need to know like I can go do something. I can't get, dedicate my whole day to watch a damn game. Yeah. You go to a damn game and then go to, to go to extra innings and you look up like, man, I ain't wasted four and a half hours of my damn life and I'm be stuck in traffic. Thank you. That's an eight-hour day. That's a shift. Yes. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> By the time I get home, I did a shift. I just worked and I don't then like I sat my, through a game. Right. And I, I drank, came down, and got thirsty again and, and drunk again. So now I spent about five hundred dollars because I'm saying, man, I wonder what concession gonna go down now. You know what I mean? The price of uh, a concession because now it's I ain't got to spend all that money. I don't have time to get up. I'm between... there, t- yeah, I'm there two and a half hours opposed to four. Yep. Yeah, I'm Gucci. It's a great point. I wonder how much that's gonna be affected. But the games will move, which is better, and they'll be more entertaining. You hope because there'll be more activity, more action, more, more. You know, again, have the ball in play, see things happen on the field instead of just the. Like, just seeing basically a pitcher playing catch. And that's the part that really, I think, frustrated everybody, was that it just slowed down so much that it was no longer as entertaining as it used to be. And honestly, in the playoffs, all you saw was a was a pitch. Th- you saw the pitch three times. You saw the original one and then two replays before the next pitch. All we ever get now is true outcomes. Today, now after this, this season, maybe we'll see a lot more. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. The way, what we saw last night at the Garden was not just the Knicks finally ending a nine-game losing streak to the Nets. The Nets after the dust settles KD Kyrie. Like you could just see a team that is clearly, they don't have now that guy. You know, Kyrie, the last time they played him, Kyrie locked it up in the the fourth quarter of that game. But they had no one that could really answer anything. Ben Simmons checked out. And Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, was putting up some buckets, but then they were able to lock him down second half. You know, Dinwiddie said this after game, listen. This first one, not not as much, but it'll get there. It already was starting to come back a little bit. Talking a little trash, so I'm looking forward to playing him again, for sure. Talking a little trash. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's a little bit of spice in the rivalry right now. 
but what you saw was Jalen Brunson dominate in the third quarter. 17 points of his 40. He went for 40 again. Third time in the last 18 games, he's at 40. Second time in the last six. Since the All-Star break, not since the All-Star break, since the All-Star reserves were announced and he wasn't on that list, he's averaging 32 a game, mm. shooting 60%. So, so I would ask you this. Before, this was an obvious, and we didn't have to bother wasting our time yeah. even discussing this. But I would ask you, who has the better players? On the roster? Yeah. That's a real thing now. Like now we can compare. Before KD Kyrie, it was no, it was not a, it was not a. Well, who who a would you take first out of a pool of Knicks and Nets players? Would Mikael, you, would Mikai Bridges potentially be that? Mikael, He's a, he, it, Bridges only, is good, but if, he, I'm saying if they're on the market, who would get night? the biggest contract? If they're always free agents now, Randall averages twenty five, almost eleven, and four. Mm, see, I don't think Randall would be. Uh, you highest. can you, on one hand. I'm not. Ta- I'm not you can on the- one hand name the players in the league doing that. I got that. So that's why I would just I would just think if if they were all free agents, he would probably get the biggest contract. So Randall Randall's the best player by far. I just think he is. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just being honest. Like if you look at, but Brunson and what he's done this year looks like a bargain at a hundred million bucks, right? I mean, he's yeah. averaging 24 a game now. So you have you know you have what what he's done. But there's also the acquisition of Josh Hart, who kind of like that was an under the under the radar kind of acquisition. When I mentioned it before the trade deadline, even you were like, "Meh," right? Yeah, didn't I, get people I, I excited at I all. Didn't know, Sam. And then they make the trade for him, and then you see him play in his first two games, and you think, "Wow, this is a perfect fit for the way they play, what they need, all that stuff." Now, is he a superstar? No, they clearly still. You would love for them to get another guy like of that level, star quality talent. But you add him to what they already have, and you could just see that they are better because he does a lot of things that are missing, which is every 50-50 ball he seems to get. He's a very good rebounder, smart player, a defender. He can knock down a shot when necessary. Everything that you want and the energy that he brings, high motor. So now as we look at what they are right now, you say after the All-Star break, they have one more game tomorrow night in Atlanta. And then it's the all-star break, and then they come back, and it's 22 games downhill to the playoffs. They're a half game out of six. They're two games out of fifth. So it's all right there for them. And as I look at them, I think, Bart, I would make the move and move Josh Hart into the starting lineup because he just fits really well with that starting five. There's an energy about him, everything else. It just makes sense. And I would have a long talk with R.J. Barrett and introduce him to the idea of coming off the bench, not as a punishment, not as a demotion, but for him as an opportunity to just get himself right because he just hasn't been right in a while. You could see it mentally, fighting it a lot, frustrated, the way he's reacting. You could just see it, and then it's affecting him everywhere else. Yeah. He gets beat defensively. It affects he's his not, mind. He's not a good defender. I didn't realize he was But he's not that bad that we have seen also. So you're saying is it's more about – you know, I think he needs to the team defense. He's more of a team defense guy. He doesn't have he natural athleticism. He's an athlete. Well, he's not long enough either. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the and, length and, and, you the, want. and the people that he's going against are long On and athletic. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of heavy, uh, even though he's probably not big. Because when you see these basketball players in, in, in real life, they're skinny. But like he just seems like he's a bigger guy. You yeah, know what I mean he he, he does like, rely like, a lot on like power a P, like and like a PJ Tucker build type guy. He's not like he's not, a, that, he's not big like that. But yeah, he is, you know what I'm saying. Like, he's strong. Yeah. 
but he doesn't have like that seven foot wingspan yeah. kind of length that in the NBA is so valuable on the wing. T Rex arms? Uh, no, not no, T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So you got to have the you got to have the relationship with him that you can have that talk with him and say this is not a demotion, this is not a punishment. This is to get you right. He's 22. He's already gotten his contract, so he's got the bag. Yeah, we he, believe him. We paid you, bro. He can't worry about anything other than what's best for the team and then to get me right. Because if they can get him right with Brunson playing the way he's playing, Randall at an all-star level, he, he, the heart addition, getting Mitchell Robinson back after the all-star break, this is a team that should right now have the fifth spot in the East as a target. You should look at that and say, that's an attainable thing, yeah. and they should say, we're going to get that. And if you got it going, we know that you can close out the game. So if you got it going that game, that's right. You, you can keep it going. So yeah. it don't matter about we still give you about the same amount of minutes. It's about when you get them. Yeah. Now I don't know if Tibbs will do it because I, I think Tibbs also is hesitant to mess up chemistry and mess up a locker room and then create maybe a player who might turn you know a little bit on him. I mean he's already dealing with Deuce McBride suddenly being out of the rotation because of the arrival of, of Josh Hart and he loves Deuce. Do you want to do this and have RJ completely go in the tank because he really takes it personal and, and gets emotional about it? You've got to ha- be able to have uh, that kind man. of conversation with him. Are you saying he's uh, Ralph Transvan up in his thing? My, yeah. He, uh, well, is he a man with sensitivity? He could be. He's 22. He's a kid still. And he's going to feel like this is a demotion. But you can't – got to be able to talk to him because I do think fit-wise is the best way to go. And you can say don't do anything and just play Josh Hart with the starters for most of the game – but I think RJ will take that even more personal because yeah, his minutes like, are affected. Because you're not talking to me. It's obvious, it. right. Now you, you're not you, telling me what the plan is. Right. Now you're starting me just to keep me happy, right? Like you're, you're doing it. Start me, take me out quick, and then this dude's in for the majority of the time. Yeah, dude's going to count those, right. those minutes. And, the, and the, of course, what do you have to the, the crowd, the way they're reacting to the heart? He sees all this stuff. Any, any interviews he's doing, it's always about other people, not him. You know he'll be aware of it. So I, I look at this as a way to kind of reset him. And I wonder, again, I just wonder if, if he'd be willing to do it. I wonder if anybody else thinks it's the right thing to do, certainly as well. Win the crowd. 800-919-3776 is the number. Stevie B listens all the time. So Big Steve just tweeted this out. This was actually yesterday, but I, I just saw it today. He said he was walking around my neighborhood and heard my voice. He said, or Alan Hahn's voice. From a distance, I looked up, and it was coming from a FedEx driver who was rocking with Barton Hahn. That's what I'm talking about. So they almost wanted to say, hey, I know those guys you're listening to. That's what I'm talking about, baby. They combine. We want people to buy. We're trying to build a community. Yeah. Why wouldn't you say something? Why why wouldn't you just shout out the show name? Hey, yo, those are my peoples. You listen to them too? And everybody understands. You seem like a nice guy. Let's go hang out together. Well, it didn't have to get weird like that. You make it weird. (laughs) Just saying. That's pretty cool, but we love when the drivers are listening because it's the time of day. Yeah, because at least one, we appreciate and we want them in a good mood because we want to get our damn packages. You know what I'm saying? For, for, and secondly, we understand the pressure that they're under. You know what I'm saying? they like Santa Claus. People be waiting for their packages. You know what I'm saying? If you can't get it, you got to take it back, and then now you got to complain. to You, know, you get the, the complaints like, hey, I'm supposed to be here. Listen, I'm in the logistics business. I, I I am empathetic to what you guys have to deal with in the elements. You know what I'm saying? Rain, rain sleet, or shine, people want their packages. And you, you're in the, you in the making people happy business, too. You know what I'm saying? Nothing like getting that package that you've been waiting for and you get it and they got everything in there. You know what I'm saying? It's not, um, like, it's not like Amazon or uh, FedEx or um, UPS or like the post service. We don't deliver bills. Everything we bring to you, you ask for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, Postman might bring you that phone bill that you was hoping that he forgot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But so you're like saying that. we deliver the package that you want. 
Yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Yes. Especially on Valentine's Day, baby. Yeah, baby. 800-919-3776. Yeah, I got this uh, elephant tusk for you. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Oh no, we might just go live DJ in DJ live. You when know when do we you get to DJ do the Killer gout. Groove in the back? You know what I'm saying? We go 987 the gout. 987 the gout has got to eventually happen. It's all about the sponsorship. Yeah, they want it, man. If it can be sold, we can do anything. They can right? do something in combination with iHeart, right? Cuz Peter Robinberg Peter Peter Rothenberg? Yeah, Peter Rosenberg is with Hot 97. Dave Rosenberg? Whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 24-hour champ. I got you. <laughs> he had, yo, he, he's with Hot 97. Ebro was a part of the um afternoon yep. stuff with Rihanna. He mm-hmm. did the voiceover stuff mm-hmm. for uh Apple Apple thing, you yes. know what I'm saying? So bring it over here. We do 987 to gout. We should be able to do the gout. Merge, merge what about up. on Sirius XM? We couldn't like Yo, jump on someone's... Mergers always work. Oh. So merge athletics... Athletics. With hip-hop right. and R&B and soul and bluegrass. Mm-hmm. We, we serve everybody, baby. That is true. But where would... I, I think the best place to do this would be on Sirius XM, on someone's channel, somewhere. Let's call Rock the Bells. See if he can, see if L's got us. I want to see if L's... He's from here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he got, yeah. Any given Sunday, he got a love food. That ball. would work. That's I think it would work on Rock the Bells more than anywhere. Or we can call Shade Shade Four Five. You know what I'm saying? We can call. We can call. Well, our that's boy your up. boy. We can call. You know, that's Marshall. Him. We can call Marshall. That's your guy. You'd you know have saying? to go through him. Look out for a brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if you want, if you, if you ever want to have a pass to come inside of Eight Mile, now, I ain't talking about Eight Mile. Talk about coming inside Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You good on the other side of Eight Mile? Inside Eight Mile, you need the Bar eight Scott mile pass. Road. Yeah. You you listen. You remember what Isaiah was saying? Why he was so hurt about Michael Jordan when he went on the um, on the pivot with, uh, with uh, yeah. Ryan Clark? Yes, he said because he made sure Jordan was good. Like King Henry and Isaiah ran the streets of Chicago, so he said he made sure nobody messed with him. And he said his brother lived with him, so that I didn't know it was that personal. 
Like, yo, my brother, you act like you ain't know me. Like, we weren't, like, I didn't make sure you were good. Like, I didn't respect you. He's like, all those hard fouls, you never saw me doing it. That was everybody else. He said, I made sure you were good. Like, in Chicago, that nobody going to rob your ass and take your Jordan 1s, the originals. You know what I'm saying? And now you want to play me about some, some, you know, because we beat you in basketball? Okay. Okay. You better keep it real. Like, I didn't realize Isaiah's brother lived with him. I didn't either. Yeah, it's an unbelievable story. Yeah, man. How's saying. that story never gotten out? Like that's a, that's a movie, right? He said, "Yo, I made sure you was good, son." That's a movie. The gangster disciples ready to bend you over and tell you, uh, "Yeah, I get it." Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I'm pretty far off. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? What um? Put what report? Zeke name. What report have, did you come across right before uh-uh. the break that made your eyebrows just go all the way up? It's getting real across your forehead and right yeah. to your hairline. It's getting real in these streets, man. And now all of a sudden, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, he's going to be Danny. It's always, it's always, a lot who, of it's, dimes. Al, it's always going to be first. Because Danny Dollars. So, 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 so Herbert yeah. is reportedly um, Justin going, Herbert. Yeah, Justin Chargers. Herbert, other charges is is reportedly from 7-Eleven.com in line to get a six year extension worth two hundred and ninety six million dollars. Wait, say that again. How much? Two hundred and ninety six million dollars for six years. Which averages out to forty nine point six and some pocket change a year. So if he's going to do that, what the hell do you think Joe Burrow is going to do right after that? Oh yeah. What do you think Justin? What do you think Jalen Hurts is going to do? So if he's the basement, if he's the if he's the feast Christian Kurt, right? Who set the market <laughs> for the wide receivers? Right for the wide yeah. receivers last offseason. Yeah. If he's Christian Kurt, then Joe Burrow is Devonte Adams. So this thing can go from forty nine million dollars, forty nine point six. To maybe Jalen Hurts gets 52. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's like, yeah, I think I need 58. And Joe Burrow's gonna say, yeah, I need 60. We could be at 60 by the end of this, the end of this offseason. 60. 60. Well, you heard what what was um what Mike Tannerbaum said with us earlier in the show. We might hit when 60. We were this asking year. about what to do, what he would do if he were the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, and he talked about it. He'd want a three-year, and he said he would backload it to a 70 million guaranteed in the final year. 70. Who knows? Trevor Lawrence may take it. But is to, that what keeps him? Right? Is that what makes him say, yeah, I'll, I'll give you three years then? Yeah. I mean, because if he, he wants the 70. Wait, because you got to hope before that 70, you have to pay off that 70. But you're going to pay it. But you might have had the success you want in the first two. Yeah. Because and then the 70 is like, all right, we'll just take a gap year. And just think, you don't have to pay sauce, but you got sauce for at least three more years before yep. you have to pay him. Well, that's the and three years. And Gary Wilson, three years, but you're going to have to pay Vera Tucker before that. But by that time, Quentin Williams' money started coming down. Who knows what the salary cap would be then? Man, that's what I'm telling you. With all this happening, watch what happens. <laughs> when all this happens, yeah. you're going to look up, and everybody's going to push it to 60, and then Mahomes going to get a five-year extension. extension? Oh and it's going to be another $200 million put on there, that, which puts him at $700 million earned by the end of his career. So Daniel Jones could be looking at uh, definitely in the 40s per yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, in the forty, that's, that's easy. That's that's cheap, and that's cheap. And for a guy that you believe in, but you don't know how much, like the market this off season for in the NFL for quarterbacks, it's only just beginning. Everybody, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Enjoy K Show next. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on ninety eight point seven ESPN.